Hold on. Speak up with Vernisa and Jen. It's time to speak up. I love it. My name is Vernisa. Hey, y'all. This is Jen. And this is our podcast, Speak Up. What's up, Jen? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm doing very good. How are you? I'm good. Guys, that we made it to episode 10 on our newest segment, Speak Up JV Now. Y'all, we are finally on our double digits. Woo. Yes, time is just flying. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We create this podcast, use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. That's right, y'all. If you don't know by now, self-love and respect are two core values we hold near and dear to our hearts. Yes, most definitely. But before we get started, a quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar, located at 720 East Manchester in Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for my. Tell them that Speak Up JB sent you. The Instagram is at myy.bar. Here's a sample of some of her work. So please tap in. Hey. And shout out to our other sponsor, Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let your self-love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade, plant-based, and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at beactualnatural. Yes, most definitely some amazing natural products. So I'm very excited for tonight's episode. You know, it's Women's Month, so you know we're going we, in honor of Women's Month. You know, we had to have a, a fierce woman on a woman. I'm sorry, a fierce woman on our platform. So y'all, y'all give it up for Dawn. She's a life coach. Ooh. Hey, hey! Thank you so much. It's such an honor and a pleasure to be here. And I was just dancing to the intro music. I love it. It's so cool. You guys are so amazing. I love how you guys are going from screen to screen. I was like, wow, you guys are really good. Like whoever's speaking, it's like changing. You guys are truly amazing. And I'm just so honored to be here and talk with you guys today. Oh my goodness. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> We're so honored to have you. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your content. Yes. So as she mentioned, um, my name is Don. My name is Danisha. Um, I'm a certified life coach. I go by Don. Um, self-love, self-care expert. Um, I help my clients to achieve a healthy balance, prioritizing balance over burnouts and just becoming their best selves, healing from past traumas. And I really love just being honest and transparent. That's really what I pride myself on is being the life coach that keeps it real because it's very important for people to know that they're not alone. Wow. I love the not alone part because I think sometimes we think we are alone and then it makes us scared to open up or like reach out for help. So I love, I love that you're, you know, you're a resource that's available to everyone. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so what got you into life coaching? What made you decide I'm, this is what I'm going to pursue? That is a great question. <laughs> so honestly, when I get asked that question, I really think back and I've been an unofficial life coach my whole life. So I've always been that go-to person that people will come to, my friends, family, and I've been that natural hype woman. I love encouraging others. I always have just like just hyping them up. I love just making people feel good about themselves. I also love being there for others. So with that said, I just have been there because I've gone through some different life challenges from as a child, you know, early on and overcoming those challenges, people always came to me for advice. Like, wow, like, how did you do this? How did you do that? And I was always that person, that go-to person. 
it all started officially when I got asked to speak at church in 2018. Uh, I was kind of new to that church, maybe like a couple of years. And the pastor's wife, the first lady, she asked like, hey, Don, you're always smiling. You're always positive. Can you speak on this women's panel about the power of a positive mind? I was like, sure. I love studying for it, preparing for the message. And I invited friends and there were also people from my church that came in other congregations as well. Literally, I got a standing ovation. Everyone was like, wow, it was so good. It was so good. I can't wait for your next one. I was like, oh no, this is just a one-time thing. <laughs> you know, I didn't know where God was calling me. I didn't know what the pastor's wife saw in me at the time. From that, my friend asked me to speak at her vision board party. Now, I have been doing vision boards for many years. Before it got, you know, really popular and trendy, I had just been doing them because I believe in them. And as speaking at her event, I had everyone go around and say, what do you want to do, you know, this next year? And I said, I'm going to become a life coach. And they were like, wow, I can love, I, I can see you doing that. Like, you will be great for it. And it just kind of went on from there. I, you know, got certified, started my business. And I I did have a life coach before as well. And, you know, when you like work with someone, you're like, well, I could see myself doing this. And that's what I saw myself doing and just kind of like went on from there. So that's kind of how I started. And it's really something I love to do. It's a passion. It's truly what I feel and know that I was created to do. So like, it's my purpose. It's really like why God created me. Everything that I've gone through is to help someone else. So yeah. that's why I try to be as transparent, authentic as possible. Because if I overcame it, I want people to know you can too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That was beautifully said. You're definitely out here speaking life into people. And I think it's, it's super, it's super important. What is your favorite thing about what you do? Honestly, I love connecting with people, especially women. And I love to see my clients go from like where they are when they first meet me, when we have our first consultation to, you know, where they end up from working with me a month to three months. Just, I love seeing them progress and seeing them win. It's like a win for them is a win for me. So I love working with my one-on-one -on -one clients. I love group coaching. I love even speaking at events. Like you said, Bernie said, just speaking life into people. I really love doing that because life can be challenging, right? <laughs> it can be challenging and we all go through different things. And it's, I really just love, I really feel fulfilled. It's a fulfilled and it just feels so good to help someone else. Like even when I'm feeling down, me just helping someone, it makes me feel better. You know, it makes me feel good. And I just truly feel like we are here to help each other. And mm -hmm. we're not here to do life alone. And community is so important. So to answer your question, I love just helping others. Like I really, really love doing it. I could have a long day or be exhausted. But like even being on here, like the fact that I'm going to help someone, my goal is to always help at least one person. So I hope if you're listening... I hope you get at least one, <laughs> whether it's a reminder or you learn something new today. That's really my goal. And that's all that I want to do. That's awesome. I love that because I feel like you speak to so many different levels of people. You know, it's not just like the mental health aspect. It's not just the relationship aspect. It's like their entire being. And you're like, like their homie in a way, you know, when you're helping them along the way. Um, and I think the fact that you're a woman, you're a woman of color, a black woman at that, like 
it makes you so much more relatable too, because then I feel like we realize, oh, there are more of us out there, you know, that we can come to and feel supported with, um, you know, especially when, like you said, you see the progress in your um, clients, or I'm sorry, if, if that's not what you call them, but, um, you know, the progress that you see, like just knowing that you are helping somebody, I think there needs to be more of us, especially people of color out there doing that. Um, I think there's already enough competition out there that we need to actually be more supportive on each other's side um, to be doing what you're doing. So seriously, thank you. Like you're doing a much bigger service than I think you even realize on your own. Wow. Well, thank you so much for those kind words. It means more than you know. And like you said, yes, I'm. that's my goal. So thank you for saying that because the goal is to be there for overall wellness, right? So I want my clients and just everyone to be overall just healthy and well. And even just from posting on social media, I know that I'll take my social, social media breaks, you know, for my mental health, <laughs> but it's just really encouraging to inspire and encourage people on social media, you know, and just in free ways and just to help people because you never know, there could be that one post, that one quote, someone's like, wow, I really needed that. And that's like, well, that always means so much. When someone says, wow, I really needed that. I know that that is, I feel that deep, you know, and yeah, <laughs> I can go on and on, but I know we have more questions probably. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and you're definitely doing it. Like we always say that, like with our show, like sometimes we'll do an episode and then we're gonna comment, like, wow, I really needed that episode. This resonated with me. I was actually going through something familiar. So just to know, like, you don't know who you're impacting. We don't even know who's watching. You know, you see views all day, but we don't know exactly who is watching and who's actually keeping up with your content, you mm -hmm. know, to to be inspired. So yes, you're doing you're doing amazing things. Any upcoming events? So you mentioned um, earlier before the, for the call that you had, you started a podcast. Any other, in, in, yeah, talk about your podcast and any upcoming events you have going on. Yes, thank you for the feedback and just for asking. I would like to say you guys are doing amazing too. I mean, just the fact that this is called Speak Up, that just already <laughs> shows that it's about really being real. Like, you know, speaking up, like speak up if you are going through something. Like, don't mm -hmm. go through it alone because- there's people out there that want to help you. There's resources out there for you. Like a lot of people feel like, oh, I don't have any friends or I don't have any family. Well, you know, there's communities out there. There's people that want to help you and want to support you because it's cool to do your own thing and do solo dates. I love my solo dates. But like when you're going through something, there's time for you to isolate and there's time for you to really be in community. So I really hope that no one is out here suffering alone. And yeah, I just want to say that. But yes. I just launched my podcast, my first episode, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, actually. Yes. It's called, thank you. It is called Balance Over Burnout with Coach Don. You can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as of right now. And I am speaking at this self-care event on Sunday. It is a full, kind of like a full day. It's about six hours, different speakers. It's a self-care retreat like a day retreat. I'm speaking there on Sunday in Newport Beach. And I'm speaking somewhere next week. It's kind of like a smaller event. So no one's invited, but just sharing. <laughs> it's like at, a, at, um, at a company, I'm speaking um, to them about woman empowerment. And there will be more events coming in regards to my event. I had my first event, you guys. I was so excited. And it was a really an amazing event after speaking at other people's events for four years. I have my own event. People were like, when are you going to have your own event? When are you having your own event? 
So I had a um, Galentine's like self-love event last month. So that was my first event and people want more. So I definitely will be having more events. So if you're watching this and you want to stay connected, definitely follow me on Instagram at Life Coach Don and Don is spelled D-O-N. And yeah, let me know what kind. What do you want me to talk about on the podcast? What kind of events you want? And yeah, maybe we should collaborate. We should have an event. Like let's yes. let's do it. I mean, yes. <laughs> we're all for it. We yeah, we're all for it. Yeah, we love live events around here. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Look, look, y'all. We're making it happen. We're just living in Um. So, what would you say makes your platform different from others? Oh, you guys are just asking different questions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, it's <laughs> yeah. So that's a great question. Honestly, I feel, or I know, actually, it's not really a feeling. I know that what sets me apart is that. I'm really the life coach that keeps it real. Like, I don't pretend to have it all together. Like, yes, I'm a life coach. Yes, I have all these tools. But guess what? I'm human. So things do happen to me, too. And maybe I try to just share my journey and share different struggles that I may have experienced and how I overcame them. I don't portray that every day is perfect or life is perfect. I do believe that not every day is perfect, but there's something good in every day, you know? So mm -hmm. I'll always find a twist and I don't believe that there's bad days. Like there's, you know, tough moments in the days, but it doesn't make the whole day bad. You know, sometimes it's like a five minute or one minute instance or interaction. And we're like, oh, I had a bad day. It's like, did you really like the day was great, but you just had that one moment and you dwelled on it, you know? So I really believe in sharing. Like, for example, I've had some health, health, challenges and injuries that set me back from working out and I posted a video yesterday and it was me like just showing how I'm incorporating weights again now mm -hmm. I used two years ago I used to be running the prowler lifting weights lifting tires jumping on boxes but I'm literally like going slow just lifting a light weight and most people they wouldn't share that because they're like I'm not looking good or I'm not you know hitting it hard or whatever but it's like no it's okay to start over you have to start over and don't compare yourself be real be authentic and be you and most people are always telling me like wow thank you for your transparency thank you for your transparency it's march right it's women's month another mm -hmm. example is it's also endometriosis awareness month yes. and many people don't know what that is <laughs> but i had someone reach out to me yesterday or two days ago and they said, I think I have endometriosis. And I thought of you. Thank you for sharing your journey last year. You know, so that person still remembered and I was able to help that person. So just different things like that. I like to just really share and I really want to help. Like, it's not about the money. It's really not. When I started my business, I was doing things for free for years. <laughs> and now that I really am transitioning, like, you know what? I know that I can make you know, an impact and make a profit. I am looking at it like, okay, as a business, because this is what I really truly want to do full time. This is really what I want to do. And of course I have bills, right? I live in LA. I got rent, <laughs> I got student loans. I got <laughs> you know, so I would say that nothing is wrong with people that are in it for the money, but it's really my heart. And I think people can see that, they can feel that and they know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, be beautifully said. And um, what are your favorite topics uh, to motivate others in regards to life coaching? My, honestly, that's a good question. Honest, 
There's so many topics, but if I had to say my favorite topics, self-love, which aligns with your you guys, your podcast. Self-love is so important. I like talking about that. And there's different layers to self-love, um, self-care, you know, um, of course, balance over burnout, just achieving balance. That's my motto, my tagline. I have my shirt on. You guys can't see him. Uh-oh, let me stand up. My shirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank <the> you. Over. <laughs> yes. right. So I honestly, yeah, so balance for burnout, a healing from past traumas too, like about healing in general, because a lot of people don't believe that they've gone through trauma. Even like your trauma may not be the same as mine, right? But mm-hmm. you may have really gone through different trauma or different grief, um, you know, just, just different things like that. I, I like to talk about, of course, goal setting, you know, like, also, it's like, I'm going to give you grace, but we're going to accomplish some goals too, because we're not here just to be mediocre in life, right? Like we are women and we are powerful and we are going to, you know, get things done. Yeah. So yeah, those are some of the topics. Oh, I love that. Those are heavy topics. And I love that you're not afraid to keep it blunt with people too. Like you're not sugarcoating any of this. You're not saying, oh yeah, it's going to be easy or you're going to achieve it in this amount of time. So it's like, you're letting people know the truth. It's going to freaking suck at some point too it's gonna hurt but is it worth it yeah absolutely like you said we're not here to be mediocre and I think that's a reminder that all of us need right because no matter what circumstances we're in in our lives especially as women um there's no need for us to feel like we hate the life that we live and I feel like you're rebuilding or re-helping people um realize that again so honestly again thank you for that and yeah I love that you're like not afraid to touch up on very touchy subjects. Yes, I love it. So tonight's live, tonight's episode is titled "Women Make It Count." So why is it titled that tonight, Bestie? <laughs> so we're calling it "Making It Count" or "Women Make It Count" because we're honoring Women's Month, as well as women and age, right? Um, obviously we're going to get more into it in the episode but it's all about enjoying and embracing the journey no matter how old we are because I think as women too we get a lot of emphasis on our age um, especially the older we get there can be more of like you know people making certain comments that by this age you know maybe certain internal uh, timelines that we may have had that maybe we're trying to accomplish by a certain age so different things like that um, we felt it was appropriate to call it this um, obviously because the age thing affects all of us. Yes, it does. It's definitely a big topic. So tonight's Ask Up question of the day is, as a woman, do you find it easy to embrace the age that you currently are at? So I'm going to go ahead and go first. I just turned 29 in January. And honestly, I am embracing the thing out of it. I think what it is, um, you know, in my early 20s, there was a lot of, um, you know, obviously, we're young, you know, a lot of young mistakes, naive moments that I had. And I just want to say, like, going into deeper into my woman basically about to hit 30 soon. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the wisdom I have gained in all these years. And, you know, instead of like shaving myself for past mistakes, I like that how I'm wearing it as a belt. I'm like, okay, I I'm healing through certain things and I'm, I'm, I'm taking the wisdom I have now and just going, doing better as I get older. So I feel like for me currently 29, I feel like was a, uh, is a big stepping stone for me. And I'm feeling great about it. Even though like, you know, they say, Oh, you're close to 30. Oh, you know, that stuff that they say about women, but I feel like I'm not taking any of those norms and that are like thrown at us all the time. What about you, Jim? That's amazing. I love that. Um, And I'll have to agree. I think for me, like I'm happy to be 29 as well, because 
this is the age I wanted to be when I was younger. You know how sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I was older, you know. But for me, it's never been like 18 or even 21. It was like, let me get to the age where I know better, right? After I've made the mistakes. Um, obviously, I'm still learning and there's still so many things I want to improve on. But I think I finally reached an age, even mentally, to where like I, I'm accepting of myself and the decisions that I made in my life. And then also taking those for the better and realizing that I can be a better woman. And the fact that I can call myself a woman too, you know, like at this age is something that I'm definitely embracing and I'm absolutely loving. Like I am excited for the years ahead. You know, when I turned 29, I remember at my job, like they kept asking me like, Ooh, last year in your twenties. I'm like, Oh yeah, thankfully, you know, <laughs> like I'm excited to go forward. Like I'm looking forward to see what kind of even, even more of a boss woman I become or, you know, uh, um, what is it? A happier woman, like just the type of person that I've always wanted myself to be. Because when I was younger, I feel like I wasn't letting myself get to this. Um, but now that I've learned a lot and I'm continuing to learning, I'm definitely excited to see how much more I can still learn. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So what about you, Ms. Dodd? Wow, that was so beautiful. Honestly, I'm just taking it all in. I would like to say to you both, Jen and Bernisa, you guys are really amazing. You women are truly amazing. 29 years old, like I'm listening to you both and I'm thinking, wow, very mature, very wise and just amazing. When you both turn 30, I need to be there to celebrate because this <laughs> is huge. This is a, entering into a new chapter. You both are I don't know if you both realize the wisdom you have and at your age is I'm sure you may know a little bit because I'm sure you're not like most of, you know, other 29 year olds. I mean, maybe there's other people that are, you know, you guys probably surround yourself with people that are like minded, right? But in general, in the world, like you guys are truly unique. And I just want you guys to know that and just really honored that I love those answers because wow, I am 35 and I'll be 36 in a couple of weeks. And I honestly feel the same. Like I and I will tell you what you've heard about the 30s is true. Like 30s are really amazing. <laughs> and it's just so much wisdom. Like you think you're feeling that way now, you're gonna feel even more just really empowered and just confident in who you are and no, like you said, no shame, no guilt, you know, more of a boss woman, just really more authentically you. That's, I feel like that's when you just start really being like, I am who I am and it is what it is. You know, like, I mean, so honestly, I forgot you have to tell me the question because I kind of got thrown off with you guys. What is the actual question before I just go off on a tangent? <laughs> As a woman, do you find it easy to embrace the age you currently are at? So sounded okay. like yes. Uh -huh. Thank you. So honestly, I will say that it is easy. I feel like it's easy for me now, right? So I know a lot of people, they had go like some of my friends even, and just associates, just people. They had different goals. Like, I want to do this by 25. I want to do this by 30. I want to do this by 35. You know, you hear all these different things. So I don't know who's listening right now and what age you are, but the reality is all of the rules are fake. I'm just here to tell you. And I know that may not sound like a popular opinion, but really, it really is. Like, you don't have to do 
you don't have to be married by a certain age or have children by a certain age. Like everyone is different. Everyone is different. So for me, when I was 29, I was married and I dealt with a lot of different things. I'm not married anymore. I'm divorced. So just so you guys like have the context. And at the time we were trying to conceive a child and it was very, it was very tough. So for me, I felt like at that age, it was, it was really tough because of, you know, the biological clock and the timeline, the pressure that he was, you know, putting on me and we, we couldn't conceive at the time. And it really was, it was God. It was not meant to be, you know, at that time. But in those moments, I felt very discouraged. Like I said, I'm the life coach that keeps the room. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it or anything. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that feel they're not enough or they're not even able to be celebrated because all their friends are getting married. All their friends are having kids and they're just working or doing their business or whatever. But you know, that's enough. That's what, that's your season. Like enjoy the season that you're in. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to just remind everybody. So when I was in my, you know, like around 29 and trying to conceive a child with my husband, that was tough for me, even though I was at the point where like, you know, it had happened on God's timing. It was just that pressure Mm -hmm. and me feeling like I could not give my husband what he wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted it too, but it was like, he was like, now like it has to happen now so that was very challenging but of course fast forward to now a lot of people don't talk about their age they're like oh you know i'm turning 20 something 30 something you know i'm like yes i'll be 36 april 2nd i am blessed to see another year i'm grateful so now yes i am i (laughs) i have turned my wounds into wisdom and I have no regrets. I have no, I don't walk or live with shame or guilt. It's truly about becoming better every single day and seeing who I can help along the way. Mm. Yes, that was well. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you too for opening up on our space too, as well. We appreciate like the vulnerability and openness. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. And so we're gonna so speaking of everything you just brought up too, we were talking about too, <laughs> the pressure to have something or be something by a certain age for women. Um, Honestly, that is a big topic. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we wanted to talk about this tonight is because I feel like that is an ongoing pressure that women go through, especially when it comes to our identity. You know, we have to look a certain way. Oh, can we have children? Or are we single? Our status of, you know, relationship status. And I feel like we're under all, we're already judged and loved by our looks, you know? And then it's like, you know, I feel like our age is just one more thing that that is messy. When you look at men, sometimes they, they don't get certain, um, they don't get ridiculed as much mm-hmm. for their age as much as women do. So it's like, why is this a thing that happens much on women? And I think that's what we have to uh, watch out for. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm going to piggyback off of that um, because we even see it in the media too, right? Like I know sometimes they make it a joke. Like I know, like I love this show, of course, um, Friends. But like when they slowly start turning into their 30s, like they start making it a big thing for some of the characters. Um, I think it's specifically like uh, Jennifer Aniston's character when she turned 30 and it was like a big thing. And I get it. You know, it is a stepping stone, obviously, like you're no longer in your 20s. But um, 
throughout the years, we've seen that be used as like a punchline of like, oh, well, your life is over at 30 or like you know, things aren't as great at 30. So it almost creates like this fear of getting to that age um, at a younger age. Obviously, the older I've gotten, the more I've seen like, hell no, my life is just about to begin, you know, past this point. Like I, I feel more responsible, um, you know, obviously more of an adult. So things hit a little bit differently. But I think. Uh, we need to start seeing it in a different lens, especially as women. And we need to start changing that narrative. Like more of these types of voices need to come out because yeah, anybody I've asked, any woman I've asked, they're like, Oh, you know, my thirties. Yeah. I lived it up. You know, it was like the best time in my life, you know, or I'm still getting better. You know, there's women who they start doing things on their bucket list at 40, 50, 60 years old. And I'm just like, it's never too late to do any of this. So why is it that, once a woman hits a certain age, we almost start to be looked at as like, uh, you know, we start to be valued less or we start to be looked at as like less desirable, you know, more things are targeted towards us, especially like in skincare or, you know, um, fitness products or things like that. And it's a little overwhelming because it's like, you know, I can't help turning into this age the older that I get so why is it almost feeling like a punishment rather than something good for me to start getting more wisdom and start getting older so I just had my little two cents on that right there oh good and that's what I I, um, I like how both of you guys just brought up you know just that the thankfulness of the wisdom you know and and, and Dawn also how you brought up uh the thankfulness of seeing another year you know th those are very very important things and also too Let's talk about the importance of not taking in these socially constructed ideas about women. You know, um, I think it's a good a good episode for me and Jen's age too as well because yeah, being 29, I'm currently single, have no I don't don't have children, and yeah, I'm at that age. Oh, you're not married yet. Oh, you know, do you have kids? And you know, I do know women my age that are taking that in right now, like as far as like you know questioning themselves and stuff. And you know, I actually feel very empowered because I'm I'm grateful for my my decisions to stand on going after what I want and knowing like, you know, making a healthier decision versus taking in the pressure of what society's telling me to do. Um, I'm the oldest of five, but I have two younger sisters and I'm really in their ear very heavy about that. You know, like them not feeling pressure to do like, you know, what certain friends are doing or like following what the media is telling them to do because they are turning a certain age. So at what age, um, Don, do you think, do, do you think you you became a, like like a woman like a grown woman in your opinion honestly can can i comment on what you guys said really quickly oh i'm sorry yes go ahead yes okay i just want to ask um oh, yeah. so some things come come to mind i'm glad you guys are feeling that way and just i love what you guys shared it was beautiful some things come to mind so i remember being at the hospital one of my friends was having a baby so excited and the nurse she was like how old are you and i told her i think i was maybe 30 um and she was like oh you know if you don't have kids after 30 you shouldn't have them and i'm just like what it was so discouraging and you know at 35 some physicians will consider that geriatric like literally where it is basically high risk to have a child and all these different things. So it's all about like, I truly believe what you focus on magnifies because there's also people, even women of color, black women having children at 40, mm -hmm. 44, and they have no issues, no complications. So it's like, what are you gonna focus on? Let's focus on if you desire to be a mom because if you don't, that's fine too. Like there's no pressure if you don't want that, if you do not want that. 
or you choose to adopt or you choose, you know, if you do have health issues, you choose to go the surrogate route, whatever. There's no, like, don't allow anyone to make you feel bad for whatever choice you do make, you know, mm -hmm. that's important, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's really, it's really a lot. So let's focus on getting your body healthy, right? If you mm -hmm. want to have a child, like what things should you do to make sure your body is in the condition it needs to be too perfectly or, you know, conceive a child. And then something else um, I thought about, I can't remember now. I was thinking about it, about the the lady um, that said the nurse, and then it was something else. Okay, so I can't remember. So let me answer your question. Um Sorry, what's the question again? <laughs> what age did you realize you, you were a woman? Like, a, like a yes, woman. okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, oh, that's what I wanted to share. I wanted to share. I forgot the first thing, but the, what I was gonna say is that, you know, honestly, a lot of people. I remember one of my friends asking me, even when I was married, like during the the good times, right? <laughs> um, she's like, you know, I feel so sad. It was too it was three of us and two of the friends were like, I just feel really bad because they didn't have kids and they were unmarried and they just feel so bad because everyone else had someone or they had children. And I say, you know, there's some, there's people, you don't know their lives. Like you only see like a snippet, a highlight reel of what's going on. Mm -hmm. There are people that have those things that you think you want and you think that you're ready for. And honestly, they're miserable. Yep. Like they're miserable. There are people like, Oh, girl, don't have no kids. Girl, don't get married. You know, like they're just not happy. And I'm not saying it's miserable to be a wife or to be a mother. I'm not saying that at all. But the thing is, you want to go after what you want and be on your timeline, be on your schedule. And what, you know, don't try to compare yourself or rush yourself based off what anyone else is, anyone else says. Mm -hmm. So that's what's really important to know. And then um, what age did I become a woman to answer your question? Mm -hmm. Honestly, so I've been on my own since I was 15 years old. And of course, I wasn't a woman then, but I, I was pretty much an adult. You know, um, I went through a lot of different challenges. I, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot that happened. And then at 17, I went to college and I was working two jobs, going to school full time, just a lot was going on. And there was a period of my life where I was even actually homeless, sleeping in my car for six months. Like no one knew I was going to school, going at the gym, you know, like no one knew I was just kept functioning as a normal young adult. So, you know, I got my first apartment after college by myself after having roommates in college at 21. So I would say at 21, I feel like I became a real, real adult, real woman, like paying bills, paying full rent by myself, you know, working. Ooh, I was working at Enterprise in the car, y'all. I know y'all probably know people that work at Enterprise. It, it was it was crazy back then. So, yeah, I was working long hours, long days and, you know, still trying to have a social life. So, honestly, that's how I feel. But then it's like that's kind of when I became an adult. But then when you say like a woman it kind of changes because it's like embracing your womanhood. Like really, so honestly, I would say I started my self-care, self-love journey probably like at around 26, 27. Mm -hmm. So I think that's when I was like really, truly, yes, I was a woman, right? Because I'm female, but like being a woman, like what really like a confident woman and really starting to pour into myself and love who I see in the mirror. 
like love myself, I would say like around 26, 27. Oof, yes. That was a beautiful answer. <laughs> yeah, I love that you answered that so honestly, too, because I feel like, you know, maybe um, a lot of us obviously have different definitions of what a woman is and when we became one. But I love that you broke it down and you focused on embracing who you are and um, practicing more of that self-care and that self-love, because I think that's really when it starts to come in. Like you said, yes, we've always been females, women, but it's like, at what point did I start owning that term and really being proud even of the skin that I'm in, of the story that I've gone through. And also thank you for sharing um, even parts of like what you've been through. Cause I think really that shaped how strong you are now and then how you're able to just own that too. And just speak, speak about it. So I want to say freely, um, you know, when maybe a lot of people who have either something like that in their story or don't even know what parts of their story they want to share, you're allowing them to have that comfort as well and letting them know that it's okay, you know, that we all have a story. And um, even if sometimes it feels like you're not going to get out of a dark chapter in your life, if you keep going, then maybe you then you will, you know, and maybe yes. with the help of people around you. Um, and other women's voices like this around you as well can help too. So um, thank you for that. And I think it's really important to emphasize too how even our age can affect our self-esteem, right? Because yeah, unfortunately, as much as we're talking about how much we love where we're at, we're embracing our journey as best as we can. Obviously, there's a lot of people, um, specifically women too, who do not embrace the age that they're at you know we've seen obviously this trend coming up in the anti-aging industry and I think that's so detrimental in the sense of like it's telling us where our skin is never going to be good enough in that case like it's only going to get worse you know the older we get and that really affects us because if I'm not going to feel good in what I naturally come with then how am I supposed to present myself to the world as this confident person as this confident woman um, so it's almost like a, a battle that we have to have, not even just with the anti-aging industry, just in general with this stigma that there is of women getting older and us not being able to uh, be looked at, you know, or be, um, no, I don't even want to say desirable, be confident because, you know, oh, I'm no longer 20 something or whichever. Like, why does that have to be a bad thing that I'm finally stepping into something that I'm supposed to be more comfortable in my own skin, but not too comfortable because apparently I'm too old to be comfortable in my skin. Like, how does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And I think too, like a lot of women feel like we have to live backwards. Like, Oh, I remember when I was 23 and this and that, and not, and not embrace like the sexiness that's coming in this age of the growing up. So um, that was well said to best friend. Um, so Don, if you could talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? That's a good I'm curious about this question. <laughs> wow, that is a great question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would tell my 18-year-old self that you are enough. Like, period. Because wow, at 18, what was I doing at 18? Oh my gosh. So I was a freshman or junior in college. Um, I went to Loyola Marymount LMU for undergrad. Nice. And I would I would definitely tell myself that you are enough because in that phase, it's like, okay, transitioning from high school to college, you know, you're very like young and just trying to really figure things out. You know, you're trying to figure out your major, trying to figure out, you know, just like life, living alone, trying to figure out 
how to cook these meals. I was making some top ramen at that time. You know what I mean? Like just trying to budget and figure out how to pay for school. It was just a lot. So honestly, I would say that you are enough. And what that means is like you are enough, like right where you are. I truly believe that you can be a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. Yeah. Like as you're striving for your goal, <laughs> as you're striving for your goals, like we have to still love ourselves as we are. And although, yes, you know, I was 18, I was probably thinking like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're out, you know, when you're in college, you're telling you when you graduate, this is going to happen. You're going to get a job. You're going to do this. You know, you're, you're trying to get to graduation and also enjoy the season you're in. Enjoy the season you're in. I've never been the type to like want to grow up fast because as you guys have heard, I kind of grew up fast mm-hmm. automatically. So as a freshman, it's like, okay, then when you're a um, sophomore, then this and that. So enjoy the season you're in is another thing I would have told myself because enjoy being a freshman. Enjoy being new and fresh, fresh, right? Fresh at the school. And really, you have to enjoy every moment, like literally today, right? Today is what, March 15th? Mm-hmm. March 23, wow. like literally, we would never get this day back. So in life, we're always striving to do better, right? Greater, bigger, but just enjoy the day. I don't think I knew about mindfulness and the importance of meditation around that time. I know my mind was going a mile a minute (laughs) and I would just say to really like practice being in the moment Mm -hmm. and really just, just really enjoying each and every day. Mm. Yeah, that definitely brings more peacefulness to our lives when we're doing that. Because um, I used to be guilty of living in the future or the past. And I feel like, you know, I always I tweeted this, actually, you know, the present moment has the most power. You know, this is this right Ooh. now, this impactful conversation we're having right now. This is this is what matters at this moment. This is shaping our future moment, you know, by doing this. So uh, thank you. Th- thank you. Thank you for that as well. And it goes into our next chapter to a uh, topic chapter to a uh, topic to uh, the beauty of us. Uh, of, of us all being different women on different journeys. You know, uh, I was telling Jen this the other day, um, over the weekend, I was with um, two, two of my friends from high school and, you know, we're grown now. We have seen each other in a while and um, what, one's engaged, you know, like, you know, they, you know, they're like in, in relationships, they have kids and stuff. And, you know, I, obviously I'm in a different dynamic and stuff, but it was just beautiful to hang out with, you know, my friends that I grew up with. And we're in different chapters, different parts of our journey, but we could all come together. We're not, you know, we have no comments for each other. You know, it's like literally just embracing where we all are at this moment and being happy for each other in all of our chapters, mm-hmm. you know? And I think us as women, it's, it's beautiful for us to do that. I think I, you know, I, I don't, I can't stand to see, especially when us women, we do that to each other. Like, Oh, why don't she have this? Oh, she ain't got, you know, like women sometimes do add caddy to each other or judge other women because they don't have, they're not in certain chapters that they are in. And I think it's really about all of us as women embracing where we are and accepting, okay, this is the chapter that, you know, my, 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 my friend is on and stuff like that and coming together. So yes, um, definitely goes with it. And to be honest too, it makes it more fun having friends on different journeys or you you being on a different journey even than your friends, right? Because then it's like you're still living vicariously either through them or them through you, but you're also just being happy for each other. Like you said, you know, if we all had the same story, it'd be boring. What would we have to talk about when we're uh, reunited, right? If we all know what it's like to walk in each other's shoes. So um, it's the beauty of having those, even those different perspectives too, right? Because even if we have friends who are married or have kids, they each have their own perspective that they would bring into it. You know, something that even we could learn. Maybe if I strive to be a mother in the future, I could learn from my friends who already are moms. 
um, and get some of them their styles from them or even the ones who are married and be like, you know, how can I take care of my relationship a little bit better? What would you recommend or vice versa? Like there's just beauty in even learning from each other. And I think, too, this is why it's important to even have older friends, older women friends, um, because they have so much more wisdom that we probably have yet to learn. Or maybe we are learning, but it's like we need a little bit more of a nudge or, you know, that tough love that um, they may be able to give. Or even, too, we have those friends who um, they keep us living young. So I think that's important also just to always have that, like keep your spirit alive, keep it happy, um, especially with all different types of women that you may come across in your path, because you never know, like who needs you, you, you need them. Um, and just learning that each woman is like as individual as a flower, right? Every flower is going to have their own journey, their own um, destination. And if we all just learn to embrace each other, then I think that just makes things a little bit better um, when the rest of the world is attacking you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot better. Um, so what's your favorite thing about speaking to women? Um, I think I kind of covered that in the question about the different topics. Or, okay, so you would say yeah, that. I kinda, but I can I comment on what you guys said just right yeah, now? Yeah, too. Yeah. Wow, that was so good. So, Marnie, I like what she shared about just being out. I'm glad you were able to still connect with your friends, even though you guys are at you know different levels, and just being, even though you haven't seen them in a long time, it's like you connect, and it's like, it's okay. like no time was you know like we just like connected like it was yesterday last time we saw each other. I love doing that, and I'm grateful for my friends that you know, still love me and, you know, respect me in my season that I'm in, or even when I was, when I first got divorced, because for me, I was the first of my friend, close friend group to get married. Right. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of them or are married, not a lot, you know, like, I guess more, you know, more of them are married and they still, they don't look at me like, oh, she's divorced. Let me not get the divorce cooties. You know what I mean? Like they're not, <laughs> you know, they're not thinking that. But some people will look at you like that. Like, oh, your marriage didn't work. Then you're, you know, you're really like a non-factor, you know, because so many people look up to you when you're married. It's like, wow, you made it. You're a wife. You have arisen. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you've made it like, but that's really, is more to life than, you know, being that. But um, so like you shared, um, you're just kind of like sharing different advice like I can learn I feel like I can learn from anyone I can learn from a five year a eight year old you know what's that show are you smart in the fifth grade you know what I mean like I feel like I I want to learn from anyone so I have younger friends I've always had older friends um I skipped a grade so a lot of my friends are older and then I just have even older friends but I'm able to share with my friends like I'm not rooting for divorce I'm not advocating like yeah don't get married I've never said that and I'm able to share, like, you know what? If you want this to work, like, you should fight for it. Like, you know, go to therapy, go to couples therapy, like, do this, do that. And then I can, like you said, Jen, learn from my friends that, you know, have children. They'll share the challenges. They'll share, you know, the, the beautiful thing about it as well. So it's really good to just have people that are, are, you know, in different journeys and just respect it, you know, just really, truly respect it. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. I really love what you guys said about that. 
Yes, respect is very important. I'm glad you brought that word up. And you know, in the day, it's about just let women do do what they want to, you know, do. We all have we're all shaped differently. We have different wants and needs, and what works for my life may not work for someone else's life. And I think that's why we shouldn't ever be in competition with each other. Because yeah, you're you're always paying attention to someone else's book. You're not going to be satisfied when you finally get the goal they wanted. You know, you got it. You're going to be satisfied once you get the goal that you want at the end of the day. And it may not be what they want. So it's really about that. So it is time for our tweet up segment. So y'all know I like to be on Twitter. So something that I tweeted tonight that go that tweeted this week that goes with tonight's episode is you can still shine in the current in this current chapter of your life. So I wanted to say that as a reminder, especially like if you're going through any challenges right now, any obstacles or it is like a, a time of enjoyment. Allow yourself to shine regardless. You know, um, me and Jen talk about this a lot. You know how happiness isn't a destination. It's something we were, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's something that, you know, we choose happiness every day. You know, it, it's a choice. So it's really about allow yourself to still shine. Even if things are going wrong, do something to make yourself feel good. And I think as a woman, like we're saying, embrace the chapter that you were currently in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And adding to that, like making sure that when you're shining, you're doing stuff that you enjoy to do, right? We're big on this too, that like, let's say even if you are married, you have kids or anything that don't lose your identity in all of that, you know, like make sure you're still nurturing the relationship with yourself. And I know it's easier said than done. Obviously for some of us, it's going to look different than it is for others. So take it as you will with your own lifestyle. But um, I take it like this too, where, you know, still allow yourself to be happy and learn things that you like to do. You know, like I know there's, uh, I mean, maybe not so much now, but like um, this pressure on a woman has to have all these skills, you know, before she's considered wifey material, whatever, you know, and things like that. And it's like men get certain things that they get um, pressured about too. But I think women, it happens a lot more. So make sure that if you're learning skills, like let's say cooking, right? I know that's a big one on like, oh, is she considered a wife if, you know, she doesn't know how to cook type of thing. If you're learning how to cook, do it for you. Yes, maybe you want to do it because you plan on having a family that you want to cook for or anything like that. But enjoy it for you. Don't let it become like something that you're doing because of somebody else. If you also want to learn things that are more, uh, quote unquote, like masculine based or anything like that, then do that for yourself too, right? Like learning how to change the tire or uh, changing the oil in your car, different things like that. Like, don't be afraid to explore, I guess is all I'm saying. Like the beauty about the world that we live in today is that there's so many opportunities for us to lean into different um, areas that maybe like the women before us weren't as able to do before. So um, just wanted to put that little tidbit out there because it's also a reminder for myself too that I've been wanting to teach myself or learn even from my man (laughs) how to change a tire of my car because I don't want to always have to rely on him. Um, so it's a reminder for everybody out there as well, because it goes with that, right? Like I can still shine learning these new, um, tasks is just, I want to be able to do it for myself rather than trying to do it for somebody else. Mm. Ooh, Ooh. dang, is that my best friend? <laughs> Lovely. Sheesh. That was good. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. I lost my train of thought. That was, yeah. It, <laughs> we should always be trying to, uh, prioritize our, our, our self-love and self-care first so that that was well said so Don, what are some um positive affirmations that you'd like to say to yourself oh yeah that's a good question affirmation so that i love affirmation it's just a way that i practice self-love 
I'll have post-it notes and just like reminders in my phone and just like, you know, writing when I'm journaling. So affirmations, I love that I am enough. That's like, I am enough. Um, I am beautiful. You know, just really like remembering that you're beautiful. That's something that's um, one of my favorite affirmations. I am worthy. That's mine. Um, <laughs> I am worthy. Um, I am loved. You know, sometimes you may feel alone, like just reminding yourself that you're loved and I'm lovable, you know, like no matter what someone else said to you, like you're not hard to love, like you're not <laughs> difficult, you know, I am loved. Um, I like saying like, you know, all things are working out for my good. You know, I like quoting like scriptures. Like for me, that's really important for me. Just like reminding myself of different scripts, my favorite scriptures. Um. Yeah, so those are those are some of my favorite favorite ones that I that I say and yeah. Those are definitely No, I was just to say those are definitely very powerful affirmations and I love that they're short and get to the point because then it's like something you can remind yourself even when you are uh trying to hurry or you know you're like oh I don't have time for you know reading whatever like it's a good reminder for yourself um that you are worthy, that you are loved, that you do matter as well. Mm. Yes. So it is time for our life up segments. That's when we take the topic and related to today's world. So we kind of actually touched up on this, but I'll let Jane go into more detail about our life up for tonight. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat real quick. Um, so the life up segment, it's about the pressure of women being married or having kids at a certain age, or just the pressure of being those things in general, right? Like you said, we've touched up on this, but I think it's important to emphasize that as long as you're living your life healthily, you know, you're not hurting anybody um, and you're happy, then you choose to do what you want with your life when you want to, right? And if there are certain things that you do want to do, and unfortunately, like life, you know, hasn't allowed you to do certain things, then let's try and find ways to make those things happen, right? Like I said, obviously, I can't relate to everybody out there. If, you know, certain things that we talk about don't uh, relate to your life specifically, then hopefully you find something that does, you know, but um, it's important for us as women to be learning that because I know the older that we get, maybe sometimes we feel like the more pressure we have either to even to uh, gain like certain financial goals. You know, I know for a lot of us, it's like, oh, I want to be this much by like 30, whatever, you know, 40, whatever. Um, before I hit 50, I want to have done all of this on my bucket list in my life and travel to all these places, you know, but considering like how your lifestyle is, your economic status right now, you know, wherever you're at in your life, like learn to embrace this moment. And then if you want to change something about it, what's the first step that you can take towards changing it? Because we need to focus on this, on the things we can control versus all these other million things I have to do before getting to that final goal, right? Reaching it. Like we we're saying, happiness is the journey, not the destination. So on that journey, breaking it down little by little, and then figuring out how I can get to those certain goals. So if that means that you don't want to be married, you know, in your life, that you don't want children in your life, that all you want to travel, you know, you want to own multiple businesses, that you want to be a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. If that's something that you genuinely want to do, and it's in a healthy manner, then I say, why not? Right. But if you do want to be married, if you do want to have kids, then why not, too? I think we need to stop judging each other and just let us be like you were saying earlier, like, let us just do how we want to do with our lives. And as long as I'm not affecting your life, then <laughs> that's all that counts. 
Oh, yeah, no, no, that was well said. And she answered the, how do we fix this? Those are definitely some good ways. I was on Instagram. I actually came across, I don't know how I came across it. One of my friends posted it, but there's an auntie's page and it's literally just for the rich, it's called the rich auntie. And it's just, it's just different women who just embrace who like some, some of those women don't want kids or don't want to get married, but it's just their aunties don't. It shows them with their nieces and nephews. And I think it's just dope that even on social media, there is, is like you said, there's community. There's that safe space for people to flourish and, and feel like they're not alone just because like they make the decision of they don't want to have kids or they just don't currently have it at the moment. And that's okay. It doesn't mean I'm I'm a dwell in that, you know, I'm gonna embrace where I'm at at this moment. So that was well said. So y'all know what time it is. It is time for our drink up water segment. So if you're listening right now, please pull out some water and drink some water. And Jen has a water fact for tonight. All right. Tonight's water fact is. Water keeps your body hydrated and refreshed and helps maintain your skin's elasticity. People who drink large amounts of water are less likely to suffer from scars, wrinkles, and soft lines, and they won't show as many signs of aging as those who drink little amounts of water. As you grow older, it is tougher for your body to retain water. So by inputting more water into your system, you are helping your body and your skin stay hydrated. So I know I went into this whole spiel before anybody says anything. I went to this whole spiel about the aging industry before. But with this fact, I wanted to add more into like the elasticity of the skin, like how it recovers, right? Even from the dangerous um, radicals that are in the environment, right? Every time we step out, something's hitting us, whether it's dust, pollen, um, even like the UV rays from the sun. So with adding regular water into our diets and as our intake, then we're reducing the likelihood of those causing harm to our skin. So that's all I'm trying to say. But if it adds to a little bit to the glow of the skin, then I'm not going to complain about that either, you know? Oh, that was a good water fact. Definitely goes with tonight's episode. <laughs> that was our water fact with my bestie. Now back to our episode. So Don, what, what is something you think women should do more of for each other? I feel women should support each other more. Mm. My motto is collaboration over competition. Mm. Like support each other, hype each other up. I It's something I love to do and people appreciate it. You know, when you see someone and you like their hair, you like their shirt, like give them a compliment. It will really make their day. Even smiling, like when you're passing someone, like just smile greet other women you don't have to know them you don't have to try to be their best friend just speak and say hello like you never know how a smile can brighten up your day so that's in regard to just in person right on instagram on social media if you're following people and you actually like something just take a couple seconds and leave a comment or you know re instagram makes it so easy now just to react to their story you know people be like oh wow like thank you just little things like that if you see someone saying like, oh my gosh, someone passed in my family or I'm at the hospital, like send like, you know, some good energy to them. You know what I mean? Like I'm praying for you, you know, like I hope everything is okay. You know, just little things like that really, really help. And then of course, for the people in your life, like check on them, like yeah. check on your strong friends, but check on everyone. Like just because someone is posting a picture and they were smiling, you know, two minutes later, two seconds later something could have happened. They could have got a call and they're now all of a sudden feeling very emotional or feeling anxious or, you know, just something could have happened. So even though you see them on social media, if they're your friends, like the people, like text them, see how they're doing, like call them, see, like really don't forget about that human to human interaction. And when you're out, yes, 
we know social media, you know, especially for entrepreneurs or, you know, having a podcast or different things like that, you have to keep your community engaged. But take time to be in the present moment and put your phone aside and really engage and enjoy the person that's right in front of you. Because sisterhood is important. Community is important. Of course, family, like life is so short. Like really, um, you know, check on your family. Be there for your family. Be that person that brings unity in your family. If you know that some people in your family are not getting along, try to make everything all right, you know, and just forgive. Like forgiveness goes not just for women, but just forgive people. Like sometimes people will say something or do something and they really don't mean it. Like don't be easily offended. Mm -hmm. If something bothers you, talk to them about it. Don't just be like, oh, I'm cutting people off. I know the old me used to be like, next, I cut people off easily. I'm that was the old Don. That was the young, early 20s. But now it's like, okay, maybe you need to set boundaries with that person on how to keep them in your life. And sometimes you do have to cut off toxic people, right? That's just, it is what it is. But there's some people that you really appreciate and they appreciate you. Let's see how we can make this work. Let's focus on our positives and similarities and not compare ourselves with other person and feel like, oh, this person is, you know, and celebrate their wins. Like, Celebrate the wins. Be happy for other people. <laughs> like one yeah. of you guys said about getting people getting married. If you're unmarried, you can still be happy for someone that's married. Even if you have that desire and it's not happened yet. Like my best friend got married last year. I was her maid of honor. And people are like, well, how you're divorced? How could you, how could you have done that? It's like, I'm really genuinely happy for her. But you know, so many people are like, devastated and very sad about not being married so it's hard for them to be happy for other people because they're not happy with themselves mm -hmm. and i understand that but it, it just brings so much joy to celebrate other people like i was extremely and am still extremely happy for her like she has a great man you know what i mean a man of god like she deserves it you know so it's like be happy for other people it's, if it's not your turn yet it's okay you can still celebrate them Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe there's a season. It doesn't mean you don't have a season coming. So I love exactly. that. So, oh, that was another well said part. So <laughs> it is time for our quote up segment. So y'all know my bestie is a quote. So she has a quote up for tonight that goes with tonight's episode. Tonight's quote is short and simple. It is behind every successful woman is herself unknown. And with this quote, I take it as the way of if a woman has her heart or her eyes set out on doing something, all it takes is her convincing herself to do it, you know? And yes, of course, we can have help along the way. We can have even like, um, you know, partners or family members, friends rooting for us. But if the woman herself isn't believing that she can achieve it, then none of that is going to really matter right so with this quote i take it as like you see a successful woman it's because she sat up she decided to go after it and no matter how hard it is that she's making it happen you know thankful for the people around her but she's also making it happen every single day mm, powerful standing in our own power as well mm -hmm. and so um what is a quote that you live by is that for me oh yes yes sorry oh. <laughs> Um, wow. I have, I have a few quotes, honestly, but I think one that I've really been focusing on and just reminding myself on is that tomorrow's not promised, you know, and that's just the reality. Like, even though tomorrow's not promised, like the, to, 
it's 854, like 855 is not promised. And just through dealing with so much from health challenges to just different things, mm. I try to really focus on the positive and really practice gratitude like all the time because I'm so grateful like to wake up to see another day. Like I don't take it for granted to have like breath in my body. Like I wanted to add this on about the age thing because it's like, yes, everything you guys said is true. But you know how many people didn't make it to see the age that we are? There's people dying of so many different things, heart attacks, heart disease, unknown causes in their sleep, healthy people that never drank alcohol, never smoked, never did anything, vegan, eat healthy, gluten-free, all this stuff, and literally have gone so quickly, like instantly in their 20s, in their 30s. And it's very sad. It's very sad to see. And even just through the whole pandemic, right? Like COVID, I mean, it just like was wiping away people. So when you really like think about how each day is a new opportunity. So yes, I look forward to a new age because it's like a blessing. It is a new, like each day, every day. So I live by that, just really realizing that it's important to just enjoy life and enjoy every moment. So focusing on the fact that, you know, tomorrow's not promised is something that I've just really been focusing on in this season in my life. Mm. Oh, my goodness. She dropping. She out here dropping gems for us tonight. Woo! That was beautiful. And it is time for our wrap-up segment. So how does this relate to self-love? Ladies, self-love is embracing the woman that you are, the woman that you're becoming, you know, embracing your age, embracing the wisdom. I think that all that's a part of self-love because self-love is embracing the bad, that the, the pressure that made you into the diamond that you currently are. So Don, how do you practice self-love? Yes. Embracing the wisdom. That was so good. I practice self-love in a variety of different ways. Um, like we talked about the affirmations and just really taking care of myself because it's important when you love yourself, like you take care of yourself, which means you drink water, right? We talked about water. We talked about the benefits of water. So you drink more water, you work out, you exercise, you move your body, you eat nourishing foods, right? So you eat more fruits and more veggies. And I think everything is about balance. Um, you also don't allow toxic people in your life. You know, like you really, when you love yourself, you start really changing, like, what you allow and who you allow in your life. Um, you really, yeah, you set those boundaries. And even like what I do is I practice um, positive self-talk, which is very important. It's very important. Even on my tough days, like I don't, I don't talk negatively about myself to myself or to other people. You know, like words have so much power, like so much power. Like even on a day when I don't feel like I look my best. I'm not going to say like, oh, I look ugly today or I look so fat today. Like I don't I don't say those things. And those are things that I used to say. I also accept compliments. That is how I practice self-love. That used to be so hard for me. Someone would compliment. I'd be like, oh, this old thing. And it's like, or they, oh, I like your this. I'm like, oh, I look a mess. It's like, say thank you. Like say thank you. Say thank you. I also, I don't dim my light anymore. Like I used to dim my light to make other people feel comfortable. No, I own who I am. If me being confident and God-fitted and who God made me be and who I am, if that makes you uncomfortable, then that's your fault. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I take pictures of myself, even if I don't post them, I'll just take pictures of myself. People are like, what you doing? Taking a selfie? I'm like, yep. Yep. Like, you always take selfies. Yep. Because <laughs> I love myself. I didn't always love myself. So now this is who I am. If you don't like it, then I really don't know what to say. So being authentically, oh. like being who I am and not being afraid to just walk in who I am. And even like some days, like, you know, I embrace when I don't have my hair done. Like right now, like I took my weave out. I'm just like, you know, rocking my natural hair. And when, wow. before this, I had a ponytail, gelled it down in a bun. I embrace those days where it's just me. No makeup, nothing. Just really who I am. When I don't have my nails done, I used to be like, oh, my hands are so fat. Uh, you know, but now it's like just literally embracing everything about me. Flaws and all. Mm. Yes, that was, ooh, that was, I think that was one of our best answers to that question because we asked every guest that. That was, that was really good. So we have a final question for you and just going to add. Yes, being unapologetically you. Um, so this is a question that we like to ask all of our guests. What do you want to be remembered for? Wow, that's so good. You guys are amazing. I just feel like you guys are asking some great questions. I, I want to be remembered for... The fact that I am authentically me, right? Just walking in that and encouraging others to do the same. Like I want to be remembered by someone that actually encourages and inspires other people because everything I do is to help someone else. Like literally every single thing I do. And yeah, I just want people to know like, I remember being ashamed of my testimony and things that I've gone through. And now it's like I share because I want people to know, like, no matter, no matter what your circumstance is or was, like, you're amazing. Like, you're amazing. <laughs> you're wonderful. You're beautiful. And you can do anything. Like, your past does not define you. And I want people to know that and truly um, walk into that. So I want to really just be known as someone that, like, because I did, you can too. You know, whatever it is. Like, I want people to know, like, it doesn't have to be the same exact scenario. But, like, I remember someone saying, like, oh, because you shared about how you healed from your divorce, it made me feel like I can heal from my breakup. You know, like, it's so much. Like, sometimes we get so stuck and things happen to us and it can really be crippling. Like it can literally just make us feel so low and so down. And I remember that, like I shared on my podcast, I remember crying for 30 days straight. Like I was so devastated. And people were like, wow, you're glowing. I'm like, if only you knew. And that was because I was healing, even though I was hurting. And that was, you know, the joy of the Lord giving me strength. But at the end of the day, it's like, there is life on the other side. Like there is joy in the morning like there is sunshine after the rain like I want people to know that no matter you may think like oh no but you don't know what I went through girl I went through this but guess what you still can heal from that like that's what I want to be known for like you can heal from anything that you've gone through and you can get past anything and really be whoever you want to be like really there's no limit there's no limit mm. Yes, especially us as women living with no limits. So my best friend gonna wrap the episode up for tonight. So to wrap things up, we just want to remind y'all to let's honor all of us as women, right? There's so many discussions being 
um, sense around on what that actually means. So if you identify as a woman, definitely honor yourself, honor all of each other, um, because we need to create more peace in the world. We don't need to be mean, nor is there room for us to be tearing each other down. I think that's the biggest thing, right? If you're too focused on somebody else's life, then clearly you need to start focusing on your own because this is what needs to be fixed, right? So just wanted to leave everybody off with that and remind everybody to make it count and happy Women's Month. Oh, that was beautifully said. And before we go, Dawn, can you go ahead and shout your information out where people find you, find your podcast? Yes, thank you. Happy Women's Month, everyone. And yes, I am on Instagram at Life Coach Dawn. So that is L I F E. C-O-A-C-H-D-O-N. So Life Coach Don, follow me, DM me, say that you met me here, and let's just engage. Let me know what kind of content you want to see from me. Let me know how I can support you. I am always accepting new clients. If you need a speaker for your event, let me know. Also, my podcast, you can just search Balance Over Burnout Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The links are also in my bio. I really hope to connect with all of you. And I just want you all to know that you're amazing and that you're alive for a reason. If you woke up today, that means that you have a purpose. So make it count and make sure you guys tell people about this podcast because Jen and Bernice, if you guys can't tell already, they're very passionate about what they do and they're truly amazing. So I want you guys to make sure you guys are subscribing and sharing this with everyone because people need to know about this. And look out for our, our event because we're about to have a women's empowerment event, okay? <laughs> yes, tell me why I'm already planning it in my head. I already got some things going. So yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch about that. And we want to say thank you for, for honoring us with your presence. This mm -hmm. was this was amazing a great collab more to come mm -hmm. you're you're definitely a light in, a light to this world please keep shining bright your smile is contagious your energy is and yes this is great coming from the besties <laughs> and um thank y'all for tuning in to our 10th episode of our newest segment speak of jv now y'all can check us out on instagram at speak of jv on twitter at speak of jv we also have uh more pre-recorded episodes coming too that are on youtube spotify and apple um, before we head out, quick shout out to our amazing sponsors. Shout out to My Bar located at 720 East Manchester, Inglewood, California. Get your nails, your lashes, your hair done. Ask for my tell them that speak of JV sent you. The Instagram is at myy.bar. And shout out to Be Actual Natural. Why settle for less? All their products are created with you in mind for a goal to let yourself love show through your self-care. Their chemical-free hair and skincare products are handmade plant-based and free of fillers or preservatives. Treat yourself while you're taking care of yourself. Start your journey at www.beactualnatural.com or check them out on Instagram at beactualnatural. Yes, most definitely. But thank you again, girl. We appreciate you. Thank, thank you both. Thank you. It was an honor and a pleasure. I appreciate the invite. And like you guys said, more collabs to come. You guys have a wonderful evening and you both keep shining, keep doing what you guys are doing. Congratulations on the 10th episode of this season. Keep up yeah. the great work. Like, oh, likewise, and congrats on your, on your podcast and your future endeavors. But we love y'all out there listening. Thank See y'all next week. Have Bye. a good night. Bye. Bye.